sexism. And welcome to the Anti-Fascist Hour-ish podcast. I'm your host, Original Sin, and you are about to indulge upon episode four, Behind Enemy Lines. So without further ado, let's jump the fuck into it, shall we? I have a confession to make. Behind Enemy Lines was not the original title for this episode. The original title for this episode, as I was prepping for this episode, was called The Fascist States of America. And why am I telling you this? Why is this important? Because as I was prepping for this episode, I started realizing that this podcast had a far wider reach than I ever actually intended. And I'm humbled by that, by the way. But when I started looking at my stats, I started realizing that places like the UK were my second largest demographic for downloading my podcast. I have anti-fascists listening to me in places like Spain, Wales, Australia. I also have listeners that are listening to me that are anti-fascist in Norway. That's mind-boggling. Because, think about it. If you're an anti-fascist in Norway, and you're listening to an anti-fascist podcast, shit's gotta be bad. I mean, you're literally looking at a fascist leader in Vladimir Putin, I'm just gonna fucking go out and say that, trying to not only continue its invasion of the Ukraine, but possibly other places like Moldova. And Norway's not too far from all that fucking drama. None of us are, really. But it's truly humbling for me to know that anti-fascists in Norway and Spain and all these other places, right? Greece. Are listening. I find it fascinating that people in places and anti-fascist and actual countries that are run by fascists, such as Italy, find some resonance in the stories that I've been telling about the shit that's happening in Florida and Texas all throughout the United States, right? They find some type of connection and relate. Let that sink in for a moment. Italian anti-fascists are listening to this podcast and have more than once. But what does that say about us here in the United States that anti-fascists in an actual fascist country, they elected their first fascist leader, the first since Mussolini, And they can relate to stories that are happening here in the U.S. If that's not fucking alarming to you, it should be. I mean, what does that say about us? That we are so relatable. Maybe, for instance, take today, February 25th, 2023, the day I'm recording this podcast, the white supremacist in the United States of America, has declared this day their day of hate. 
Synagogues are on alert. Queer clubs are on alert. I mean, I had to fucking text my loved ones all over the United States, whether they be Jewish or queer or any other type of marginalized person, to let them know that these fuckers are going to be out trying to cause harm in one way, shape, or fashion. They're planning to terrorize Jewish communities, queer communities, people of color communities, BIPOC people. Anything that is not white in the United States, they plan to terrorize. That's relatable. That's relatable to anti-fascists who have been fighting this fight for fucking years in the UK against right-wing nutter-butters just like these motherfuckers. That should be alarming to you. It should be alarming to you that there's already two fucking states within the United States that have banned gender-affirming care for anybody who is 18 or younger. That would be Alabama, and that would be South Dakota. People have to realize that fascism is just not alive and well within the southern states. Fascism is alive and fucking well all over. That's one of the reasons why I changed the name of this podcast. Behind enemy lines means that you live in a place that where fascism is fucking prevailing. Take Florida, for instance. Florida, this past week, fired a substitute teacher for videoing and posting these videos on Twitter of empty bookshelves from all their bullshit book bans that they're having in the state of Florida. They fired him for that shit. Florida is also trying to ban the COVID vaccine to be available statewide. Florida has even got a bill that will make it illegal for dogs to stick their heads out of car windows. I cannot make this shit up. And before I forget, I want to give a huge shout out to the anti-fascists in Florida that are listening to me as well. Know that you're not alone. And if there's anything I can do to help you, just say the word. And that goes for anybody, anywhere, to be honest with you. But I'm not going to reveal the places that these people are listening listening to me in because it will naturally make them a target. But I'm also hugely thankful for the anti-fascist listeners in the state of Texas. You're behind enemy lines too. Texas is trying to become the third state to deny gender-affirming care for anybody under the age of 18. And they're also trying to push it within that bill. If it passes, they will essentially make it illegal to be transgender and make it illegal to get any type of medical care in the state of Texas if you're transgender. That's fucking fascism, ladies and gentlemen, and others. That's fascism. 
That's relatable. That's the reason why people in all these other places are relating to the anti-fascist fight here in the United States. To put it very fucking plainly, fascism within the United States of America will only continue to grow in numbers and become even more fucking abrasion than they are already. Unless we fucking do something about it. Unless we start standing up to the Proud Boys when they fucking protest drag shows all throughout the United States, threatening the patrons and the performers of bus drag shows. Those motherfuckers should not be there. And the only reason that they are is because we allow them to be there. We live in a time and place where people are not allowed to be who they are because it doesn't fit with a fucked up, unrealistic idea of what a country should be and how it should function. And the reality of it is, is if you're in one of these places like South Dakota, Alabama, Texas, Florida, other areas throughout the country that are extremely red. Because red now means you're a fascist in the United States of America. Until you clean your fucking house, until you start standing up as politicians and peoples, which I know some of you are, but most of you just allow your fascist leaders to roll the fucking roost. Why is that? Because we allow it to happen. We allow dusty grit bags like Marjorie Taylor Greene fucking call for sedition on President's Day at Twitter and said it was perfectly fine to do that. She actually has supporters for this idea. What she has been calling for is civil... Divorce between the red and blue states. That's called sedition if you haven't fucking realized that. At least here in the United States it is. You are behind enemy lines if you are subject to any type of white male authoritarianism. They are afraid that they are becoming, we are afraid, because I'm a white cis male, in the United States. We are afraid of losing our power. And we will clench onto it in any way, shape, or fashion. Even if it means to appeal to right-wing nutter butters like the QAnon believers. Or the proud bitches. Or the oath fuckers. Or the Aryan fuckers. Or any of the neo-Nazi Militia groups that feel like this, if they don't seize their time here and now, they never will. And I want to make sure that that happens. That they never fucking will have the power to rule here in the United States again.
We as anti-fascists in the United States should be taking teeth from these motherfuckers who are terrorizing our communities and our families. I would love to fucking see organizations like the Black Panthers, the Black Rose, which I'm a part of, the Redneck Revolution. I would like to see all of us start coming together once again to stand up to these motherfuckers because it's been my experience the fascist motherfuckers are extremely fucking fragile. And every now and then you have a real crazy motherfucker. And it's not every now and then anymore around here, right? But you have somebody who feels that their white entitlement is so fucking infringed upon. They are oppressed. They're whatever bullshit that they tell themselves that allows them to go buy that AR-15 and go shoot up a community. I said what I fucking said. Until we say that this is no longer acceptable. And for some of these motherfuckers, the only language that they know is violence. Well, I'm a firm believer in Newton's third law. If you fucking start shit, I'm going to fucking finish it. And let me be abundantly clear about something. I'm a firm believer and taking Nazis' teeth brings goddamn peace. And that includes the proud bitches. And that includes the oath fuckers or the Aryan front fuckers or any neo-Nazi piece of shit that is out there. As long as they're allowed to fucking get away with what they're getting away with, they will continue to do so. Fuck, I just got banned permanently from Reddit for suggesting taking some of these motherfuckers' teeth to go ivory hunting. So I'll say it here. If you catch a white supremacist, including the Proud Boys, including the Oath Keepers, including Aryan Front, Patriot Front, excuse me, any types, the Confederate Hammerskins of some version or another, if you catch any one of these motherfuckers trying to terrorize your community, take their goddamn teeth. And if you do so, I'll give you a fucking shout out on the next episode. Because I am sick and fucking tired of the people I love, the people I hold dear to me, living in fucking fear because they're afraid that one of these motherfuckers may decide to get their, I don't know, white entitlement infringed upon, decide to go get an AR-15 and shoot the fucking place up. Because that's what white entitlement does and it teaches. And continues to teach. So many of you are asking, if I live in an area that's considered behind enemy lines, what can I do to combat this fascism, this right-wing authoritarianism that's trying to split our country apart? And it is, by the way. What can I do if I'm behind enemy lines in places like Texas, Florida, South Dakota, Alabama, if I'm in a community that is run by the far right red in this country, how am I supposed to stand up to these fascist motherfuckers in my own context? And that's simple. We need to terrorize the domestic terrorists within the United States, such as the Proud Boys, such as the Patriot Front, such as the Oath Keepers, such as the Confederate Hammerskins, such as right-wing militia groups like the base. 
These motherfuckers need to know if they show up to terrorize a drag show that there's a good fucking chance that they're going to have a dental bill due at the end of the night's festivities. That's how we stand up behind enemy lines. That's how we support one another. And if you don't know any other anti-fascists in your area, search for them. Because they are in places like Texas, Florida, Alabama, South Dakota. They're all, we are all over the country. Know that you're not alone. Know that you are fighting the good fight. That history will remember if we stood up to these fascist motherfuckers or not. And I'm bound to determine that history... I don't give a shit whether it remembers my name or not, but if it does, I want history to know that I stood up to the fascism in the United States of America in 2023. Because we all are in this together. And let us remember this. Let us tread where there is fascism. Thank you once again for joining the Anti-Fascist Hour-ish podcast. Until next time, I'm your host, Original Sin.